Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, everybody's more productive when you have a checklist. Your retirement checklist coming up. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm Steve Siddall. Got a great show planned for you today, and uh, we got a, a big game coming up this weekend. Huge. I mean, what do you think, Joey? I think nobody's going to beat the Chiefs. I think the script is written already. Ah, uh, yeah. Very <laughs> well could be. That's very You got true. Taylor Swift there with Travis Kelsey. I mean, come Usher. On. Usher. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really, I, I don't get the Usher thing, I'm going to be honest with you. I love I Usher. Either. This is my confession. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I mean, basically, it's all about baby making. Um, I had a baby with another woman. Please forgive me. I mean, it's not exactly football music. <laughs> he also hasn't had a top song in 10 no, years. <laughs> ha- but I don't think after that album he had to. I mean, that was like the album. He's like, hey, I'm usher. I only have to write like one album and I'm good. Yeah. I mean, the guy lives a fantastic life. I saw his yacht one time and I was like, wow, I kind of expected him to like charter a yacht. No, this guy goes out baller style and gets a sick ass yacht and <laughs> nice. uh, so i mean i don't know i mean you know uh i think usher was is cool you know but well, yeah. but, you, yeah, but you're right i mean he hasn't had a uh hit or a song in you know i, I would say uh two decades mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean again this is the comeback yeah this is the comeback kid so you know who knows maybe the 49ers are the comeback team who knows who but, knows uh, yeah, I mean, it should be, you know what, it, it's always fun. Um, it's in Vegas, which makes it a little more exciting. Um, so, uh, you know, it'll be a fun weekend. After football, I don't even know what to do with myself on a Sunday. I used to go to the beach, but now it's like 20 below around here. So there's no going to the beach, you know. I no been beach, to the beach for you. In months. Yeah, I mean, it's freezing down here. I mean, I can't. All right. Well, Joseph grew up here. So, I mean, what it do you hasn't say? been this cold. And it used to be like two weekends out of the year. You'd pull the coat out. All right. Other than that. And it's been like a straight month. I feel like almost. All See, you're turning into an old man because you're like, oh, it's never been this cold. I mean, this is the <laughs> coldest ever. You know, that's yeah, true. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I always say Joey's like the youngest millennial you'll ever meet. So I might as well start early. You should start early. It's oldest just millennial. it makes. Yeah. The yeah. oldest oldest millennial I've ever met. You should. You should just start being an older person now, mm-hmm. and it'll just be easier. You know, yeah. get used to your aches and pains every right. day. I yell at anybody out. that touches my thermostat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't use your turn signal. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, you haven't used yours in the past 15 turns either, but the guy in front of you That's has got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so Florida. The, so the turn signal. So what's the number one rule of defensive driving? Signal your intentions. Ah, that's very good. Yeah. The number one rule. The cell phones are just annoying. Oh, yes. I I mean, uh, coming out of the gym the other day, this white construction pickup, you know who you are, like literally swerved into my lane. And the problem is, is that the older vehicles, you know, don't have the change lane feature, which, you know, scream at you when you're moving over. Mm -hmm. And I really thought this guy was going to hit me. And then there's a UPS truck on the other side. I'm like, well... You know, do I let this guy hit me or do I kind of, you know, but then all of a sudden he veered back over. And so when I passed him, his cell phone is clearly in his face. You know, <laughs> it is annoying. It is annoying. Well, things that we shouldn't do, things that we should do. And uh, we're talking about uh, a checklist of retirement things. All right. We knew we had to bring it back, didn't we? I like this checklist. So I have total ADD. Um, probably can't tell. I hide it very well. But a checklist keeps you 
with good intentions, right? It, you you want to make sure that you can get things done. And it also allows you to prioritize things. So when you go through your retirement checklist, I think that this is a great idea because there's a lot of people who, again, find retirement very overwhelming. How do we get over that? How do we? We have a list. We have a checklist. Yeah, we have a list. Yeah. And I, I like mean, this uh, top of the list. I mean, this is something you talk about every week uh, is, uh, you know, have that written plan. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, we always talk about having the written financial plan and people just kind of disregard it a little bit. They're like, ah, you know, I'll get that done. I'll get that done. But when you look at somebody who is actually very successful in their retirement and you really take a good look at what they have, they have a written financial plan and they have a written strategy. And what this is allowing you to do is to get through financial hurdles, red flags, road bumps. There's just gonna be things along the way that you're gonna hit that come out of left field that you absolutely never expected. And so having a written financial plan gives you a backup plan and then a backup plan to that plan. So as we begin to check off things on our list, you know, one that, that just keeps you, I think that keeps you accountable, doesn't it? I think so. I think people need more accountability. I think I think people want to know that they're still on the right path. And so you're always going back to something and it's you're kind of benchmarking, right? You're you're using it as a benchmark and then you know if you're getting off track or you're back on track and that accountability creates sustainability, which is what we all really want. We want to make sure that our money can sustain our lifestyle. We want to make sure that the income is actually exceeding our bills. We want to make sure that we're taking a look at our money and we're outpacing inflation over time. And again, it's just, you know, there nothing is an issue until it's an issue. And, you know, we talked about how people never really cared about inflation until a year and a half or two years ago. Now, all of a sudden, it's the number one thing. But, Eric, this inflation is terrible. Eh, it really isn't. It's a, it's a short problem. It's a, uh, a short-term problem, but it will eventually go away. And then other problems will come in. But you've got to make sure that you're covering everything through that plan. Absolutely. And so once that plan also included in that plan is our budget or our, you know, expenses are we've got to put it together in any case. Yeah, it's one of the most important parts of your plan. You know, what, what are your gaps going to be in retirement? And then you're figuring out, okay, well, based on those gaps, now I know what I have to pull from my investments and how long is that sustainable for? And you really can't decide what your investments are going to be until you know how much you actually need from them on an annual basis and looking forward. How many years are you predicting that you're going to need income from these investments for? And until you figure that out, you can't decide, okay, I know this place is a good place for my money to go for me. It's like, you know, going into the, we always say, it's like going into the doctor's office and getting a prescription before they even check you out, run any diagnostics on you. You have to run that diagnostic and figure out what your actual needs are before you can really prescribe that investment to you. So it really comes full circle when you are doing a financial plan. So people are, when they come in and they sit down and, they, and they're talking with you, these are the pieces of the puzzle that you begin to pull together and, and help them sort of craft into their own plan right in the first meeting too and like as eric has said before you know we invest in you before you even have to decide if you want to invest with us because okay. we put together that financial plan right from that first meeting that we have with you that discovery meeting we're going over your income needs what income sources you're going to be having we're starting to factor in inflation and taxes we do take a look at your investments as well see if they are in line with where you're currently at look at how much what your risk tolerance is how much risk exposure do you currently have as well and we're starting that process right from the first time that we meet somebody because building that 
financial plan should always be the first step when you're working with an advisor. Sure, and and part of that includes the you know the spending plan as well. Right, that's the most one of the most important yeah. parts because a lot of people don't really know if they're not in retirement yet. A lot of people don't have necessarily a budget. They have income coming in from jobs if they're if they're married and have a spouse. They have two incomes coming in. They're not really worried about it. But there's going to come a time where when you go into retirement, that paycheck's going to stop, and now you have to find that paycheck from somewhere else. So you need to figure out. It's not, and it could be a scary process where people think that, oh, they're going to tell me I can't spend this much, or they're going to put handcuffs on on my accounts, and I can't spend that much. We just want to see what your current lifestyle is costing you, because mm-hmm. all we want to do is make sure that you can live your current lifestyle throughout the rest of your retirement. And with that, uh, obviously, enough income to uh, to make it happen, to make it comfortable, and and that is again where you come in to help create that that personal pension plan, if you will. I think that the, that's one of everybody's biggest fears or worries in retirement is how do I create income from these accounts? Right. And we've talked about it before. A lot of people don't have pensions anymore. So how do you build your own pension for yourself now and make sure that it is going to last you a lifetime? Because now you don't have that company that is ensuring that you're going to get that for the rest of your life or that your spouse is going to continue to get those amounts for the rest of your life. Yeah. And think about when you have somebody or you know somebody in your family or you have a friend that has a pension, you're, you're like, you're jealous of them. You're like, what? Like you get X amount of dollars every month the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, I wish I had that. I mean, imagine having Social Security, and then if you don't have a pension, you're creating your own pension to create another stream of income plus your brokerage account. That's a pretty good place to be. And, you know, we always talk about hug money. It's your uh, housing, utilities, gas, and uh, groceries. groceries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think about food, but it's groceries. So it's H-U-G-G. Um, and so when you're covering all those costs with your Social Security and a pension that you've created, that's a pretty good life. I mean, you never have to worry about market exposure. And, again, the year this year the market has been really good. But I'm going to be honest with you. We had a gentleman uh, come in the office last week, just stopped in the office and says, yeah, I might want to talk to you guys. I'm not happy with my advisor. How many years was it, Joseph, that he has not made money? Four. Four years with his advisor. So he's like, I fired him. He's like, I fired him. I didn't even know what to do. He goes, but after four years, I gave him a shot. And all I did was pay him fee after fee after fee. And I've lost money over four years. How is that possible? The only thing I can think of is, He didn't know what he was doing, number one. He didn't have a fiduciary responsibility. He doesn't truly know how to manage money. And more than likely, he probably had him in fixed income, uh, which is like very interest rate sensitive. So again, you know, inflation is a huge problem for him. And he's like, you know, I'm really, I'm really torn up about this. And I told him, I said, this is why I'm so frustrated with the financial industry because people, there's a lot of people out there who are still suffering. And after they suffer, they end up doing nothing about it because they think the, the, the next advisor is going to be the same thing as the past advisor. Well, that's not true. It is absolutely not true. And so, again, you really have to have a list and put all these things in order and have that accountability so that you understand where you stand in your retirement. Sure. And again, on that note, we are up against the clock. Uh, folks, let's uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Come on in and, and we'll pick up the conversation on the other side. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away absolutely complimentary no obligation what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes 
Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That's our goal here at the show, folks, is to help you make the best decision for you. So if you do have questions about what we're talking about here today, how it might apply in your own situation, give us a call, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we round out our checklist of items to consider on your road to retirement, along with tips and strategies to help help you streamline the planning process. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall, and in with me uh, today, of course, as always, Eric Carney. Eric is a fiduciary. He is a president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lenz, also fiduciary, sitting alongside Eric and uh, really having a great conversation, as always. We're sort of breaking it down today and we, with this checklist thing, and, and, and it's always, I think, uh, when I think of a checklist, I think when I was a kid and collected baseball cards, you yeah. know, you, you get the checklist, right? So yeah, you could see course. who all yeah. you had, yeah, yep. and, and yeah, what you had to still idea. get. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you know what's crazy today is that, you know, it's it's interesting how people want to have that checklist, but they want to get it done as fast as possible. And the, the one thing about financial planning, income planning, even investing is there's no quick Fix. answer to this. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and what we're seeing a lot of lately and I and I don't understand it, but people want a quick fix. It's the CDs. People are gotten. People have gotten so excited about a 4.7% return. But when you really take a look at the issues, what you're concerned about, my HOA fees are going up, my insurance is going up. Now car insurance, all of a sudden over the past two to three weeks, is really getting highlighted because insurance rates of vehicles are going through the roof. But we lost 325,000 cars in the last hurricane. And that goes all the way from Florida all the way up to North Carolina. So now all of a sudden, insurance companies are now raising their rates because they have to compensate for all the payout that they had to do. So my point is, is that we're all looking for instant gratification, especially when it comes financially. If you do that, the only thing that happens, you take on bigger issues down the road. And what we've been seeing a lot lately is people have been trying to get into products, tools and investments where people are driving to their home to sell these to them. They're going to your kitchen table. They're going to your dining room. They're going to a restaurant. They're meeting you at a bar. They'll even come to your gym. Hey man, you know, I work out between four and five. I'll see you there. (laughs) And we had a gentleman come in the other day and sat down and said, Eric, I don't think I'm in a very good position. And I, I talked to this guy a couple of years ago and he came to my house and I'm going over all this stuff with him and he was great to deal with, let me tell you. And I thought to myself, was he great to deal with or was he just a great salesperson? Ooh, that's and a great way to look at it. When I looked at everything, Steve, he was a great salesperson. Did he do an income plan for you? No. Did he write a financial plan for you? No. Did he give you a statement of financial purpose explaining why we're going into this? What are the benefits? No. He just told me 
this was one of the greatest things I can get into, and he couldn't believe it was available right now. Wow. Yep, that's, and so that's what it takes sometimes, isn't it? It was instant <clears throat> financial gratification for him. And then all of a sudden, interest rates were wreaking havoc in the market. Inflation is wreaking havoc in the market. And now all of a sudden, healthcare is getting expensive for this gentleman, and his housing is getting more expensive. And yet, what he went into years ago hasn't made any money. And so what he thought was so great at the time is now not panning out. And I'm telling you guys out there listening right now, if anybody comes to your house or they don't have an office and they're not writing you a financial plan or an income plan or explaining in plain English why you're going into this, don't do it. Run. Because they're there to sell you something. That is it. So what I want everybody to think about today is, were you actually provided a solution or were you just sold a product? And that's what we've got to start looking at. So you can make up all these checklists, but the, the bottom line is, are these checklists actually benefiting you, your retirement and your money? So again, be very careful who you're dealing with. Before you invest with us, we are first investing in you. We're building an income plan, a financial plan. We're look, doing a personal financial blueprint on all of your investments. We're showing you and educating you what it's like to be in a better position. That's what we're trying to do is trying to put you in a better position. So again, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated with the financial industry. I've been like this for a long time. Um, you gotta be careful out there. So as we go through all this list right here, think about your process and how involved and how intricate is it? That's what we really wanna pay attention to. Sure, and, and again, as we go through the list, uh, we talk about asset inventory, and, and you sort of alluded to that just a minute ago, but, it, but again, we have to understand where all the pieces are, what they are, and, and how they're gonna work for us. Yeah, when we're breaking down somebody's actual investments, a lot of times people are sold investments that they don't understand how they work or what they're truly invested in as well. And a lot of times it doesn't really align with how much risk they should be taking because they never got built out that income plan or that financial plan. So right. whenever anybody comes in and we go over that personal financial blueprint with them, a big part of that is understanding how much risk that their current portfolio is truly taking. And especially over the past two years, and Eric can account for this too, is people that were still invested in bond funds or fixed interest or uh, interest rate sensitive uh, investments, they were taking on a lot more risk than they really thought they were because they might have been sold on, oh, this is a more conservative position. Well, for the past two years, it's conservatively lost money, which now we can see looking back, the S&P 500 right now is hitting all-time highs, where fixed interest is still crippling portfolios. Yet there's still a lot of advisors out there that are not making any moves, and they're just sticking because they're not set up to make moves. They're not set up to have actual active management. They're set up to sell, set it, and forget it portfolios. Boy, that doesn't sound good at all to me. No, and a lot of people don't really know that they're in that position because they've never been really educated on understanding their risk tolerance or how much risk they're currently taking or the alpha of their portfolio, how much horsepower that portfolio has. And our personal financial blueprint, when we sit down with people and go through that with them, it's very eye-opening to people, especially when we get into the fee part of that where they can see... You, know, you don't see these fees coming out of your portfolio, but here's how much internal fees you're actually paying within your investments. Mm -hmm. And those are things that, I mean, that's got to be an eye-opening experience for a lot of folks when you talk with them. 
Yeah, and it's a very educational process as well. And we always tell, talk about on the show about how that's where we like to set up our basis for a lot of meetings is we want to educate people first on their current situation, on what their income plan looks like. And it, it makes it a much easier decision when you're actually a little bit more educated about what's out there, what you're currently invested in, on where you should really go next. Sure. So we've been talking about uh, a checklist. And, and again, on that list, having a written plan, making a budget. And, uh, um, you know, we talked about asset inventory. And uh, so let's talk about legacy, because that's often the uh, sort of the redheaded stepchild, if you will. Right. Yeah, I think this is something that a lot of people procrastinate on. But, you know, when you think about your legacy planning, it's more it could be more about wills and trusts. And what more people are concerned about is actually protecting their assets. So, you know, obviously, um, it could be a difficult conversation. Who do you want to leave things to? And there's actually a lot of people who struggle out there to understand how their beneficiaries are set up. Because a lot of times we have people that kind of come into our life and out of our life. We have different relationships with people. Um, Sometimes you have better relationships with family members, but then you also have blended families. And you know what I always say is, look, any inheritance that you receive is a gift. It It is not a given that you're going to be provided something. And so, you know, when you receive something from someone, they thought enough of you to leave you something. And, you know, there's a lot of people who say, well, you know, there's four kids. I'm sure everything's going to be split four ways. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, sometimes it's just not that way, you know, and we, we've had people in the past who said, Hey, you know, I got six, six grandkids, send them out X amount of dollars every year for Christmas. And we did that. And then all of a sudden one year, this gentleman calls me up. He's like, Hey, Eric, he goes, only send out these four. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't ask any questions, but he told me why. He's like, you know what? I never receive a thank you card, a text, or anything from the other two. And I thought to myself, wow, the power of a thank you card or a text or a phone call to say thank you for the gift, right? And now all of a sudden, he's like, I'm not paying. I'm not going to give them anything else for Christmas anymore. Yeah. And I just think to myself, my gosh. And there's a lot of people out there, you know, who, when it comes to inheritances and everything, you know, there's some people that pay more attention to their parents than other children, and that's reflected sometimes in the inheritance. Sure it is. So a lot of times with wills and trusts, it's not necessarily about that, but then you can also set up wills and trusts to take care of a child. Um, and so there's a lot of different things that you can do. So when, when you think about legacy planning, wills and trusts, it's sometimes more about strategy than anything else and actually leveraging your assets to be able to leave more to your beneficiaries. So there's a lot more involved in, than just thinking of your demise, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, I mean, one of the things with you, you've, had, you've got relationships with estate planning attorneys and, and can make sure that that relationship and that, that process mo- goes smoothly. Yeah, and what happens is a lot of people move here from out of state. So if they ever had another a will or a trust or anything set up like that, any kind of estate planning in another state, now you may want to update it if your net worth has changed or your beneficiaries have changed, your family's constantly changing, but then also you're in a different state. So you want to be aware of that as well. Sure. Well, and again, on that note, we are up against the clock once again. These shows go by so quickly, these segments do. Let's take a quick break. Come on back and, and continue our conversation. 
Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. Opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, and get that financial roadmap put together. Let Eric and Joseph take things that are complicated in the financial world, break it down into something that really just makes sense. Here's your chance to get a true, practical financial review no cost, no obligation. Give it a try. 800-779-1942. You're going to get the comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all of the extras that go along with it. You're going to see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, you're going to have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. You've got nothing to lose. Call right away. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back. More with Joseph and Eric on Wealth Works Radio right after this. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, while you and your partner make a pair, your retirement savings not be in sync. It's possible that you've built up steady savings and are in good shape, but your partner may have very little saved, if anything at all. We break it all down right after this. back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, independent fiduciary at Retirement Wealth and Joseph Lanza as well. Independent fiduciary, Retirement Wealth. Uh, Eric, uh, Eric, you, you've kind of had a vision for for this business, for your company, um, really for a long time. And, and it's it's quite remarkable to watch this and watch how you've grown this business into something as, as much as it is. Uh, thank you, Steve. I, I appreciate it. I mean, I couldn't have done it without the team. The team is just incredible. I mean, we work very well together. It's, you know, there are times, I mean, we, we are very laid back and we try to be laid back with our clients, but, you know, you also have a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. And, you know, one of the biggest things is that, you know, there, there's constantly things that are coming at us, you know, whether it's the economy, interest rates, you know, the administration, uh, whatever it may be. And so you're, you're, you're constantly trying to fight over these things. So, you know, there's a lot of stress in this business. You, you, um, there's a great deal of responsibility managing someone's lives and you are responsible for that family's money. And it is an awesome responsibility. And uh, so, but like I said, when you have everybody in sync and everybody's doing their job, um, it turns out to be a very well-oiled machine um, and uh, that, that's how we've, we've been able to have the growth. I mean, we're in Punta Gorda, Cape Coral, and also in Benita, and um, th- those three offices stay incredibly busy. As f- and then, therefore, you stay pretty busy going to all these yeah. offices. Yeah, that's true. A lot, that's of, a lot true. of moving around. Yep. All right. Uh, and again, you can, uh, you can check out the website, Eric. Uh, EricCarneyAdvisor.com is the website. And uh, so let's jump into this. We talk about couples. And I'm curious, in, in your experience, so do you see couples where, where they're really completely separate in terms of finances? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
um, you know, it was, I'll bet this is going back four or five years ago. We met a professional and um, he made pretty good money. Uh, we never took them on as a client. Uh, they were a train wreck, a financial train wreck. And the funny thing is, is that he made very good money. She spent a lot of money. And, you know, I've talked before about six-figure credit card debt. Yes. Um, this by far exceeded that. And one of the reasons that she did not show up to the meeting was she was terrified that we were going to take away her credit cards. <laughs> yep. Wow. So we went through the whole financial plan, and I said, look, I said, we're not debt counselors. We're investment advisors. We're financial planners. And I said, you really need to do something about this debt. This guy worked really hard. And, you know, it took him a long time to get to where he was, but they could not get their spending un under control. And the more he made, the more they spent. And, you know, the problem was is they put financial planning off because they weren't willing to pay down their debt. Mm. And fast forward for five years, he calls me. And it is really funny because I remembered exactly who he was. And, um, you know, he's like, Eric, I'd like to come in and see you, you know, sit down. And I, and I just thought to myself, well, let's, let's think about your situation. And so he's like, well, the situation has gotten worse. <laughs> it's not oh a good my. way to start a conversation, no. you know. And I, I just said, look, again, you know, and uh, at this point they had moved back up to Virginia. Um, his He could save a little bit more money up there. Um, but the problem was, is that, you know, th their debt had just doubled since when I spoke with them. And, um, I, I just said, there's really nothing I can do, Man. you know, but, um, so anyways, he, you know, I'm not saying that he wasn't a spender, but she was a spender, but he felt like he had to keep making money. And he was also significantly older where he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to retire until I'm in my mid seventies. And I thought to myself, I don't even know about then. Wow. So, there's a lot of times where if you guys are not on the same page, it's not going to be good. And you're going to be constantly fighting that the rest of your life. And so, you know, as we get older, you know, I went through a divorce. A lot of people go through a divorce, you know, in your second or third marriage, what happens is you start to consider the other person's credit score, <laughs> you know, I, I guess mean, you do. Because we're at the point where we're like, hey, we can't mess around, right? Like right. I'm getting, I'm significantly closer to retirement than before. So, you know, you can't be with somebody who's an absolute financial train wreck. And I'm sorry to say that, but, you know, if you're very fiscally responsible and the other person isn't, it's fun at first, but, you know, uh, Barrett Strong said it best, uh, your loving gives me such a thrill, but your love don't pay my bills. Exactly. <laughs> So I love that. But, yeah. Um, well, so as we look at this, and, and so that was obviously an extreme case, but. Yeah, it I, was. It was. And that's why I say it, Steve, right? That yeah. was an absolutely extreme case. But you think about that, and then you think about, you know, on a lesser scale, it's still an issue. So, you know, and I think that this is great for couples to listen to because financial planning can put them on the same page and it actually puts them in a better position. It could actually fortify their relationship. Okay. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I like the suggestion here of holding regular budgeting meetings. Um, and and I, I tell you what, my wife and I do it. And uh, it was my suggestion that I said, well, let's just call it a money date. And, you know, so we get together and we, you know, spend some time talking about what's going on in our in our financial world. 
that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. even on a, on a bigger picture, you know, when we're meeting with clients and Donna builds out that financial plan for them, I always tell people, you're going to meet with Donna at least once a year to update this plan for you. Sure. And they're like, oh, okay, really? And every single year, Donna's going through that with them. Are you still spending this much money? Hey, we have it projected in here that you're going to need X amount of dollars because you wanted to get a new car this year or you guys plan on doing the roof this year. It's a constant evolving relationship that we have with our clients. We never just set up a financial plan and say, yep, you're good to go. You know, See you whenever you have any questions. Right. No, we're, we have scheduled meetings with those clients to say, Let's update the plan. Let's go through. Let's see how things look. Let's take a look at the investments. And more importantly, really, your financial plan as far as are you still spending this much money? How has your probability of success changed over that time? And that's what our relationship is like with our clients is that it's constantly evolving. And we're constantly meeting with them. There's really no end in sight. Like Eric had said, there's no final goalpost. It's constant. Goalpost is constantly moving every single year. Every time we get past a hurdle in your financial life, or anytime we accomplish a new goal for you, we're constantly evolving that financial plan. Mm-hmm. And and so in a situation where you know a raise is always nice, and and sometimes it's you know you got to spend a little bit of it, but really you should you should let uh, you know let the financial side of you rule there and don't spend it all. And, and that's the difference between a saver and an investor or even a spender. Yeah. Right? So when you really look at that, some people will look at a raise and their first instinct is, oh, great, I can spend a little bit more this month. And other people get excited because they either say, oh, great, I can pay off a little bit more of the mortgage. Or, right. Oh, great, I can, I can increase my 401k contributions or I can use that money to invest in my outside Roth IRA and increase my contributions there. So you want to make sure that you have those smart financial habits while you're still working as well. Of course. And, and uh, you can still be fun, right? Well, yeah, of course yeah. it With all this stuff, it sounds like you know that person's not fun. It is fun fun you know like well yeah i i contribute to my roth ira i max out my 401k it's it's the whole stand it's the whole instant gratification thing right exactly like do you remember like six minute abs and then then all of a sudden next year it was five minute abs yeah and then four minute abs one minute ab workout it's like people need this instant gratification that's so true and when you're contributing to a 401k or when you're putting money into a roth ira it is kind of boring. There's no instant gratification yeah. there, but yourself in 10, 15, 20 years, yeah. you're going to thank yourself for doing that. And then you're going to be the one having a lot more fun in retirement rather than the person that saw a raise and went and bought a new BMW. Yeah, right. Up- upgraded their lifestyle. Right. Yeah, exactly. 800-779-1942. Um, so we're talking about th- things that we can do maybe as a couple to sort of get really on the same page. Um, and and so look at what look at the options there are out there for retirement plans because there are they are plentiful right now and working with you uh, independent fiduciary advisors uh, you know you've got the world out there well it's funny too because i just had a friend of mine uh reach out to me and she's like hey eric she's like i just have a question i i'm, I'm at a new place what do i do with this you know and uh she's like do i max out or what do i do so we ended up figuring out their roth options we ended up figuring out how much she can max out we also factored in you know what we we're going to do with her old um retirement plan when she left her work and she's like i never knew there were so many moving parts because i almost did nothing and i want you to really think about that she almost did nothing but what we were able to do was roll over her current 401k into a new plan 
that was stagnant. She wasn't making any money in it before. It had a lot of bond funds in there and everything. It wasn't making any money. So now what we did was we actually put that into a more relevant portfolio. The new uh, job, she actually has a decent match. She also has a Roth option. So now what we're going to do is offset all of her taxable income with tax-free income. And we helped her with her investment choices in that plan. I mean, the trajectory that we put her in now is so significantly different from a very simple phone call. And when people say, I wish I was in a better financial position, that's where we say, just pick up the phone, give us a call, let's do a personal financial blueprint for you. Let's see what we can do for you. Let's run all the reports for you. And and, and people have to understand that that's all it really takes. And you know what, it may not be us, maybe it's another financial advisory firm. I always say you need to interview with three different financial advisors and see if who you're a really good fit with. You are entering into a financial relationship with that advisor. So that's one thing that we want you everyone to understand. And if there's any hesitation, then then perhaps you should go a different direction. Exactly. And, and again, if somebody's coming to your kitchen table, if anybody's calling you and, and wants to come over to your house and they don't have an office and they're not running a financial plan and they're not really looking out for your best interest, move on. There's many, many other choices out there. This is your financial life. And you have to be, you have to have more confidence about your financial situation than ever before. That's what you're really looking for. And so don't be overwhelmed by the process. Get this done and see how just a few tiny changes to something can absolutely change the direction of your finances. Absolutely. And, and on that note, let's take a quick break and, and uh, invite folks to call. I see you've still got some spots available on the calendar. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued over over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, Joseph. Give us a call right now, 800-779-1942. The goal of the show, helping you to make the best decision for you. So if you do have questions about what we're talking about, how it might apply in this situation, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. One more quick break. We're back with more on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, you've got questions, we have answers. Stay tuned. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall, and, of course, Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanz is here, and we have been having a fun show, really sort of just kind of going back to basics, right? I mean, we kind of just covered some ground about, especially with couples. I was fascinated to hear the story of, of the couple who was so far apart, and, you know, she the spender, he the saver kind of a thing. Is that is that common? 
Well, and it's not always her. Sometimes it's okay, him. sure. You know, I mean, and I'm I'm going to be honest with you because I mean, we've seen where, um, you know, somebody goes to Napa Valley and all of a sudden, you know, 25 cases of wine are coming in, and you know, <laughs> she looks at him and she's like, "What? I thought we ordered a little bit of wine," you know. But it was a deal. Yeah, it was a good deal. <laughs> it yeah. was on sale. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's uh, you got to do that quarter turn what, every every month with that wine. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah, that's when you know you're like savvy because you, you have to turn the wine. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't want to be that involved. I don't. Think. Yeah, I, I don't either. I just, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's like I said, financial planning can bring you on the on the same page, and I, I think it's better. And and let's face it, anybody that is, uh, you know, a little financially skewed in their marriage, it's not, it's not good for the marriage. It really isn't. I mean, it wreaks havoc in other areas of that marriage. And so, uh, I mean, we could do a whole show on, on that as well. Sure. All right. Uh, well, let's jump into a couple of questions here. We've got Paul in Punta Gorda. Uh, he says, I've been a firefighter since I was 19. I retire next year at the ripe old age of 49. Now, at this young age, short of getting another job, how can I supplement my pension? Oh, Joseph actually has several firefighters. I'll have him answer this question. Well, a lot of people, when they're waiting to take their pension or getting it at such a young age, like 49, it really is the best decision to go ahead and get that part-time job. A lot of times, they don't need much of a supplement of income, so you really can just get a part-time job that's going to help you replace that income. And what you can do during those years as well is possibly set up a Roth IRA while you're working that part-time job. If you have earned income, you can continue to contribute to that Roth IRA. And let's say you work until 60. That's going to be 11 years of just part-time work that you can possibly max out that Roth IRA that's going to give you an additional bucket of this time being tax-free income to you rather than the taxable income from the pension. Okay, I, I like that, and and so again, but it, it it you know we were talking about this, and and it is kind of almost laughable. As I well, he's forty nine. Why doesn't you get a job? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you're able to work at that age, because you have to think when you think about time horizon, right? When yeah. we're running financial plans for people, we're running them till age ninety, ninety five, right? When you're forty nine years old, that's a long ways away. That's you know forty five, forty six years that you need that money to grow for, not only grow for, but provide you income for, and that income is going to need to be have inflation factored in, especially when you're looking at a pension, taxes are also going to be factored in there as well. So when you have that long of a time horizon, you might want to think about not cutting it so short at this age. Sure. All right. Well, there you go, Paul. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. And let's move on. We've got Sharon. Where is Sharon calling in? I can't see them. uh, Cape Coral. Cape Coral. All right. Sharon's in Cape Coral. She says, I have a meeting scheduled with you next week, and I wanted to see if it would be okay to bring along my eight. 18-year-old son who's heading off to college in a few months. Thanks and appreciate what you do. Yeah, I mean, anytime that you want to bring anyone to a meeting, we always would recommend that. Um, And, you know, a lot of times it's for education. Sometimes it's to see if another family member, you know, likes the financial advisor. Um, That's important as well. Um, A lot of times what they want to do is make sure that their children and grandchildren are in a better financial position. And um, I've been doing the same thing with my nephews. I'm trying to educate them. Um, One's taking to it. The other one really isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of a funny story is I open up a Roth IRA and I put money in for him for for Chris for Christmas one year. Sure. And the one says to me, how do I access this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, when you're 65. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Like when you're 65 years old, I'll teach you how to access it. But, you know, Im- immediately he wants to start taking out money that I just had given him. So, you know, he doesn't really He's get the to do point that fire of retirement. Yeah. He's trying to retire at 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not, on my, not on my dime. Right. But, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great idea to to bring in um, uh, kids and, and and really help educate them for their their future. For well, sure. because there certainly isn't a lot of financial education in, in high school or even early college days, are there? No, there's None. not. I mean, you think about you know like home economics. They used to teach us how to write a check. I mean, right? You know, they really taught us how to survive. I was only in there because of the girls, but um, oh. I learned how to make brownies and. <laughs> balance a checkbook sure mm-hmm. no i understand that that makes yeah. that makes perfect sense so yeah. i mean it doesn't matter who so again if, if um and i like what you were talking about with your nephews too in terms of getting them set up so do you do you recommend that for for you know family members or for i mean as, as they say hey i want to do something but i want it to be meaningful i do and and, and joseph just did this for his sisters for mm-hmm. the last christmas yeah. but you know what you're doing is is that it, it, people are tired of of like, ah, what do I get them? They have everything. Yep. Like, you know, I mean, it really is true. And, you know, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. And it's like their parents already get them what they really want. So, you know, I'm giving them a different aspect of that. And and that's really what I'm hoping, you know, happens over time is that, you know, we can have a financial conversation. I can show them what the future projections are of that. And I, I, think, I think it's exciting. I mean, you really are you know, teaching someone and it's like cooking or swimming lessons. Those are lifelong lessons and money lessons or financial lessons are just as strong. So, you know, if anybody gets an easier start or an earlier start, I should say, um, it's, it's going to be much easier for you down the road. All right. Fair enough. Uh, give us a call. 800-779-1942. Well, apparently she already has because she said she's coming in. So right. say hi. <laughs> Uh, Curtis is in Bonita and is wondering, my mother has had long-term care insurance for years. They've gone up on her premium yet again. They'll, t- they're telling her that she has two options. One, cancel. Two, take less coverage. She's 70 for crying out loud. What can she do? I mean, you have to see how much is she getting back if she does cancel it, right? Is there any return of premium or is there nothing that she just cancels the policy? You got to take a look at what the actual coverage amounts are. And if you have a financial plan in place there, then you can run in that increase possibly just to make sure that you're still getting that protection and coverage. But we've seen this a lot with a lot of these long-term care insurance policies is just like you know Florida property insurance or car insurance right now, where they continue to increase and increase and increase. And what the insurance company really wants you to do as far as long-term care goes is, is cancel that policy because then it saves them. They might have locked you in at a lower rate than a lot of people that they're analyzing today. So they want you to take that policy out and not have to worry about covering you. But for some people's case, depending on their current finances, it might make more sense to keep that premium going to that policy because they want to make sure that they're keeping that coverage because that could be a huge gap in income that you may need for a long-term care from what you're currently getting and you don't want to put yourself in you know really uh, depreciate the plan sure but again do you see that often or do you see that occasionally where people are in a long-term care plan that they've been in for a long time and, and it's certainly changed over the last even the last 10 years it's it's completely turned around 
Yeah, we've seen 50% increases yeah. in one year. We had a, a client come in who had bought one 20 or 25 years ago. And in just the given year, they were saying they're going to increase the premium to 50%. And you can get your premium return to you or a percentage of your premium return to you, which I said, you know, that's what they want you to do. Absolutely. Because yeah. they, they might have locked you in at a lower rate. And now they're realizing, oh, you know, our actuaries didn't really do the math as good as we thought yeah. it was. We're offering these for too cheap, really. So we do see that a lot. All right, Curtis, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Alan is next. He's got a question about annuities. He says, I hear you talking about annuities, but my current advisor is not about annuities at all. Why the contradiction? And I know that you are not necessarily anti-annuity, but you certainly have some thoughts. Well, I I mean, you know, they're a tool. Um, And and honestly, if, if you're really looking to do what's best for the client... You want to do an income plan and then you want to do a financial plan Um, and the income plan and the financial plan will help understand what is appropriate for the client and there's not enough advisors out there that are doing it you can't say we don't do annuities you know or right you know or you're only going to get annuities you have to be open-minded there's so many different products that are out there and so again there's some people that will never invest unless it's a guaranteed annuity Um, And then there's some people that don't want to have anything to do with an annuity, and that's fine. The bottom line is, is that as people get older, they want to reduce their market exposure. Some people also want to peel off their gains. Um, And so there's other products that you can use. But if you take a look at bond funds and you take a look at the three and the five year rates of return, they've been absolutely abysmal. So sometimes you have to find a bond alternative. So again, you know, something that is guaranteed income, uh, something that you and your spouse can absolutely take advantage of, it may be a good uh, a good product for you. And it doesn't mean that your entire portfolio is in there. But the other thing it could do is significantly lower the volatility in your overall portfolio. So there's there's pros and cons to every single product, tool, and investment out there. And that's what we really have to do is figure out what is your risk tolerance and what is appropriate for you and your income needs. All right, Alan, give us a call and uh, you can find out more 800-779-1942. And speaking of finding out more, we need to find out, well, we need to get some more people to give us a call and uh, that's going to have to wrap it up. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you all have a great day and enjoy the football game. If you've been listening to the show, you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land or you're looking for a second opinion or you want that financial plan done, pick up the phone, give us a call. Let's get you scheduled. Let's get you in here and let's see if we can put you in a better financial direction. We've got three offices, Punta Gorda, Cape Coral, and in Bonita. So give us a call. We'll get you scheduled for one of those offices. Let's run all the reports for you. Let's see where you are. Let's see what your income needs are. Let's see what your investment needs are. Let's see if we can significantly change your financial trajectory. Give us a call today. We look forward to seeing you. Yeah, that sounds great, Eric. And again, this is one of my favorite hours of the week, hanging out here with Joseph and Eric. And uh, again, great week. Absolutely. Thank you, Joseph. And thank you, Steve. Everybody out there, remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. 
Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.